I do eat weird. And I've, I've had people like tell me that I eat weird. Like I just kind of go down on the food. I go down on the food. Yeah. Like, I'm munching. Bro. I'm yeah. Like, and I like, well, bend like over. It's, it is weird. Mostly just like, I'm just really high. So I don't really <laughs> know what I'm looking at. I'm like, right. you look like a snapping turtle one, bro. What up? I'm Eric Adams. And I'm Andrew Vasloff. And this is the Musings of Men podcast. The podcast devoted to spreading stoke, all about procuring deep conversations, and providing our personal insight into life, love, and everything in between. Ha ha ha, howdy y'all. Um, this is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here with my amigo Andy. What up? What's up, man? Nothing much. I, um, let's see, what did I do today? Well, I woke up and this is the last day of class for me. So, oh, is it? Yeah, actually, I, it was, it was, I forgot to tell you, it's the last day of class. So I did actually go to class today and just, you know, final hurrah, whatever, but it sucked. Like <laughs> it was, it was actually brutal. So I woke up, I go to bio, it's not bad um enjoyable professor then i like sit in the sun for a little bit then i go to philosophy and dude that was a freaking drag like <laughs> seriously like that class ugh, i was just like ugh, dude like he was just sitting there well, all we did was he like handed us like a paper and was like read this and i'm like i really should not have come <laughs> but i don't know i'm i was pissed off at school but i know what you mean yeah i mean it's good that you're almost done though for sure i mean today was the last day i got like test or whatever next week which you know whatever so yeah um yeah it won't be terrible then you know getting out of here getting back to making money and you know all that yeah that's true yeah what you been up to uh not a whole lot just kind of winding down for the year and I have a lot of my play right now as far as score goes because mm-hmm. I have like a bunch of papers to write. I have stuff to get mm-hmm. scheduled. I have classes to get figured out, all that shit. Oh, wow. Right on. So it's a little stressful. And yeah. This weekend is not going to be that fun because I'm either going to be grinding at work or doing – because I have to go to court on Friday for, like, for one of my classes. Like it's not a oh. – like I'm not in trouble or anything. Okay, cool. I have to like I have to like write a four page fucking paper on the court proceedings. It is so fucking boring. I mean, all you gotta do is just be like start to finish as detailed as possible. Just pretty much BS the entire thing. That's what's gonna. I mean, that's what my plan is. Is that I'm gonna go um, kind of get that done and then right on because it's due on. It's like due basically like ten days from now. Oh, you're chilling. So what I'm gonna do is hopefully get my ride along scheduled like soon, like hopefully like either this weekend, either next weekend or the weekend after that. So you like ride around with a cop or whatever? Pretty much, yeah. Nice. That's sick. Yeah, I mean it's like I'm hoping to do like maybe like a like not even a three hour thing of just we go around the town, they tell me what's up, they drop me off, I go back to school quite literally get that paper done like that day and then the mm-hmm. day after and then just turn it in and like I Dude, yeah that's awesome yeah good deal bro so getting it did but yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's nothing like exciting. It's just a lot of like tedious work. Right. I mean, that's what happens. Like, what you gonna do? Yeah, I mean, you just gotta kind of get it get it done, and don't really worry about it. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, I don't give school much, my like time of day. Yeah. I was like, I don't know. I finished up with the work like a couple weeks ago, and I've just <laughs> been chilling. Yeah. But yeah yeah that's the thing like i my final uh english paper is due on like the eighth seventh or the eighth so after that i'm like done with english nice no i also have um uh not history i think it's like gov or something that's done in like a couple weeks and it's just it's kind of nuts because like once these classes are done like there's nothing else to do with them right on which is like, you know, kind of self-explanatory, but it's it's kind of hard for me to like grasp the concept that mm-hmm. I don't have to do like anything for those classes and I can just kind of like chill. Yeah, I'm 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 in the same boat. Like I don't it, it's kind of hard to wrap your mind around, you know, in my situation, especially the fact that I'm not coming back or doing the same thing or yeah. hell, I don't know what, but I still feel like I need to. But I know that I don't have to. And it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I like punishment, but <laughs> maybe. I mean, it's just like, I don't know. I kind of wish exams, like all of them were a lot sooner so I could just kind of go home. Oh, for sure. Dude, I wish. Because, yeah. like, my history exam or my history class, um, sort of on Monday night, that was our last history exam until the 16th. Mm. We have to do our exam. Um, it's just like, what am I going to do with myself? Until yeah, then? I mean, you could go home for like a couple days or whatever and just go up for the test. I could, but I also have class to like... Oh, I got you. My other classes. Oh, right. Yeah, for sure. I might, depending on like how it goes down. Well, this thing, I don't even need to be here for the quiz. Oh, okay. So I might, I might, have, I might leave like a little, maybe like a few days before then. Cool deal. Hang out with the boys one more time and then do it kind of take off yeah it's kind of hilarious like my bio professor said so her tests are open book and open note and they're on the computer but she needs us to like be in the classroom this time for some reason and i don't know why because Uh, i could easily just be like oh i woke up and i felt horrible so i just took the test online you (laughs) know at 8 a.m while everybody else was in the classroom it's possible i don't know i might do it it's definitely possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think almost all mine, except for like Crim, are online. Right on. So yeah. we'll be getting that done and then kind of going home. Nice. And Dude. it'll be good too when we finally just get back and get done with everything. Absolutely, dude. It'll feel so good. Like the studio I'm going to build is going to be radical. Yeah. And all this, all like all the shit that we've been working on, mm-hmm. it's gonna like actually come to fruition when we can like come, get, come together. Yeah, like when we can get together and actually like, you know, do and, and do more with it. Yeah. But it'll be good for sure. It'll definitely be good. I set up a uh, PayPal account for me and um, so we have a place where we can store things and like with sales and whatever it all just will funnel there so mm-hmm. anyway yeah 
<sighs> well, good deal. Good deal. Yeah. Good deal. Good deal. Um, right. You want to get to the meat and potatoes of what's going on today? Yeah. So we're doing the um, kind of history of drugs or how nice. people got high like 100 years ago. We're in 100 years ago. We're talking thousands. Thousands, thousands of years and then ago. going up to about 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I got to say, I'm, I'm really liking these topic form podcasts. Like that you suggested we bring them back. Mm-hmm. I dig it. It's nice. I feel like we have a better understanding of how to do them better. So True. I think getting these, getting these, these types of episodes in will be decent for us. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I have, I have a couple articles pulled up. Um, and one is just, you know, brief history of cannabis in the U S um, it said that it actually all began in 1606, um, in colonial Virginia, when yeah. James the first wanted to basically grow hemp and it was like legally, um, kind of overseen by the Virginia, uh, Virginia company and it's just it was kind of like it was an attempt at having like an in like a cash crop well yeah i mean because tobacco was a huge one mm-hmm. down on and that then Indian they place. saw like hemp they saw hemp plants mm-hmm. which is were they stronger. native they were where where okay where does hemp originate i'm i'm curious so hemp let's see it central asia yeah like it it didn't so they must have like brought it over to england first and then been like yeah which they you know the boxer rebellion and Mm -hmm. well yeah i mean even probably even before that Um, right yeah i mean i think it was a lot of chinese influence that brought it from the east and then colonialism happened and they just took it over there with them and grew it and then it was actually legal up until uh 1937 when the fbi that's recent yeah like it um it yeah it effectively just made it illegal and yeah i mean so uh for for those of y'all who don't know why it's illegal it's basically because you know we'll simply put racism but yeah pretty much i mean it's basically in the 30s it was like the fbi needed well because i mean prohibition failed Mm-hmm. And they needed like kind of something to demonize and whatnot. What about the movie Reefer Madness? Do you know anything about that? Well, Reefer Madness came out in the fifties. Oh, it did. Okay, I'm tripping. So that Reefer Madness helped contribute to like the stigma around weed, but the actual laws itself came in the late thirties. Mm, I got it. Helped, it helped propagate like a sort of you know anti weed mindset among the american people which was successful up until recently up until i mean and you could argue even back then like you know you have like stuff like the late 50s and into the 60s well the 60s that changed a lot that i mean yeah that was the time of like revolution and change and it's uh it's interesting though like how they've how weed has been made illegal but it's still very much a part of our culture yeah whatnot and like the war on drugs kind of like put a sour taste in everyone's mouth and they realize people realize pretty quick like okay maybe this isn't like meth or whatever so 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think with, with drugs overall, so you got to remember there's a ton of totally legal, you know, frankly, dangerous drugs yeah, out like there. Opioids. opioids. Yeah. Well, I wasn't even talking that I'm just talking like alcohol and like caffeine and such. Yeah. And, and sugar. sugar. Yeah. I mean, those are all, those are all drugs, like whether you yeah, like it or not. And yeah. my, my only thing is this, you know, if you, okay. So alcohol is the only known drug to us humans um, that makes us, you know, enraged, basically. It, it makes you violent. Can, it makes you violent. It's the only drug that we know that makes you violent. So, and, you know, if anybody knows anything about weed, they would know that that's definitely not the case. That's in fact, it's the opposite. Yeah, quite honestly. It chills you out. It chills you <clears> out. It's, um, yeah. And it just huh. confuses me why alcohol would be legal, but yes, something like marijuana, you know. Well, one would, thing you have to remember about alcohol, that's been around for thousands of years. Well, so is, so is, you know, mushrooms and so has marijuana. Weed. Well, yeah. but that's the thing. That's just how civilization views it. Like they, you know, when some, some, some do, and others, you know, have kind of, just gone with the normal mindset of realizing it's just a plant. I mean, look at Jamaica. Look I mean, Rastafari- look at there some religion, like some religions like Rastafarianism. Ra- like, yeah, like the Rasta religion is yeah. not built around marijuana, but it has marijuana in it. It's it's the sacred herb. Yeah. You know, which is totally legit. Yeah. I mean, you, you can buy a bale of weed in Jamaica for like five bucks. Yeah. Which I... I asked about that because I my girlfriend's dad has real estate in Jamaica. Well, I don't know if that's totally true. Like, I think it's a little bit more expensive than that, but I know mm-hmm. it's pretty cheap. Like, it's pretty wholesale. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. Go ahead. Didn't. um So, like, I know Bob Marley and all that was, you know, a big proprietor of, you know, weed early on. Didn't the FBI like try to have him killed or something? I don't know about that. I know they were definitely like he was wrapped up in some stuff with the American government because of his music and the fact that he was an advocate for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that makes that that would make a lot of sense. But I heard that. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I think um, like if we were to just federally legalize weed, then. With it being regulated, of course, I feel like we would be just a lot better off because we wouldn't be like as stressed about like well, if you taught. take something away from people, they're gonna want it. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I mean, isn't it legal in Virginia? It is. Yeah. I got, okay. It's like yeah. it's like fully. I think it's fully legal. Yeah, but they, you gotta um, be like twenty-one or whatever. Yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, because there's even a dis- under, even even if you're underage, it's almost like a slap on the wrist. Right. Yeah. Kind of like alcohol. Yeah, like they don't really... There's a dispensary on the downtown mall. Yep. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, nothing in South Carolina yet. Well, it's still like illegal as shit down there, right? Um, Yeah, yeah, it's pretty illegal. Of course, they got like THC stores and whatever all around. I was a little skeptical when I first started to research it, but I quickly found that it's pretty interesting. Let's see. So, all right, we talked about weed. That's legit. Yeah. Um, uh, we could move into psychedelics. I mean, think about all the great philosophers, dude. Like, how do you well, think yeah, they came up with that stuff? They come up with advanced math. Yeah. In like, 
I can't even understand that. I'll never be able to understand that. They've got to be tripping, dude. <coughs> I did some research on like people who've like who tested um, yeah. like early psychedelics in the 30s. So actually, there's these dudes. Um, uh, the history is pretty cool, but um, these dudes who like Albert Hoffman was one of them, and he he was the first to synthesize LSD in like 1938. Yeah. Um, so apparently, he got the ingredients list from an old Greek hymn called yeah. um, the Hymn to Demeter, uh, written in the seventh century, but only discovered in 1977. Um, one of the clues. So, so it had a bunch of clues, but it left out all the specific things. And, but in like the not the 496th line of the Greek poem, yeah. Um, there's an interesting list of ingredients for like this ancient drug called kaikion, which the Greeks, which is Greek for potion. So it's like a potion. Yeah. Um, and inside the potion, there's barley, water, mint. Albert Hoffman looked at the barley and said that there must have been, it must have been a code word for something, you know, like bud or whatever. Yeah. Um, it wasn't. You know, it wasn't barley, clearly. It was this natural fungus called ergot. That, um, ergot, yeah. Yeah. And so he, he extracted that and he, like, created LSD from that. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. But it, it, it's interesting because some people say that, like, like mushrooms are not from this world. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, because some of the people who've had experiences, like I was fixing to say, was, like, like if, if you take an, an extreme dose of mushrooms that you will go out of this dimension <laughs> and and yeah. li like literally leave this planet yeah and see things yeah and like and like have information on it's it's like teaching calculus to a dog there's no practical application but yet you have this yeah and, and apparently some people have you know tripped on mushrooms and you know during that they like figured out how to how to like they figured out this super advanced math you're a big psychedelic guy do you want to tell us about that um i mean you know it um i mean just like i guess the overall history of it was it was really popular and it will became popular like in the 60s and 70s and it, it's kind of like it's gone like up and down over the years, but it's become really popular today. Like psychedelics in general, people are starting to do a lot more of just because they've, you know, kind of gotten in touch with like, I don't know, stuff that, you know, people did like 60, 70 years ago. And all of a sudden people are like, Ooh, that's kind of neat. So they try to like mimic that. And all of a sudden you have all these kids now doing like acid and mushrooms and whatnot. Mm hmm so it's it's pretty neat though i mean i feel like people are able to learn more about themselves through these drugs um it's a um you know it's not always a harmful experience and it actually puts them off in a better place than where they were before mostly mostly shrooms a little bit of a little bit dmt well yeah the dmt cartridges and all that crap dude joe rogan's a freaking guy when it comes to that Oh yeah, he um 
How I mean, how often does he like actually do DMT? That I don't know. I don't watch as much. I don't think it's. Do. I, don't I don't think, think he does it as often. I think as people think no. he does. No. I don't think he actually even claims to do. I think people just kind of put that number out there. Like, well, he said that he did it like a couple times at least. No, no, he does it like consistently. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he does it like all the time. No, I don't know. No, he's not like Mike Tyson with the mushrooms. No, we're like, like did you hear about Mike Tyson beating the shit out of two guys that were harassing him on an airplane? Dude, what happened? So there's these two guys like taking a video and like they were and they were like Mike Tyson fans, but they were like harassing him. And he got like really, really pissed and just beat the shit out of him. Or he beat the shit out of one dude that was harassing him and the cameraman just kinda like didn't do anything. Like, oh, wow. he was recording it and you know, Mike Tyson just on the guy and it was pretty bad yeah yeah it's pretty but, gnarly well we know he could have been high on mushrooms when yeah there's a decent possibility i mean yeah. i've seen him on podcasts just munch on those things yeah which are like a snack <laughs> they're like i don't get how you just casually chow on those things because they're just so mad like they don't taste good yeah yeah like, no matter who you ask like you know like only weirdos would be like oh yeah i like mushrooms that's crazy bro yeah i don't i don't know i think yeah mike Mike tyson like that kid's a legend i don't care but do you think you could just ever casually eat mushrooms no i could not dude i think i think not on like you know uh wednesday afternoon at like 5 38 oh no mushrooms oh no 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 so i've never done I've never done. Well, you've never done any, any of that stuff anyway. But. No, but so the th- but if I were to, I think I would need like a day. I need like yeah, a full like Saturday like, yeah. to like to like block my schedule off. Nothing, I, dude. Like I I would kind of be like I know I would freak out because nah, you would be oh okay. I would freak out because my mind goes dark places. I think people people don't realize that with like scary trips it's all up to you well i know it's all up to you but at the same time like i feel okay so okay if i took like 10 grams or whatever but that's that's like a double dose like that's not it's overkill yeah but yeah in the same breath like it might be overkill but you know if you're saying munching on shrooms like well like munching on like 10 grams of shroom like even five grams of shrooms or like four and a half for like four let's just call it like mm-hmm. four grams is like the dosage amount that's still quite a bit right like i might dabble i'm gonna want to dabble in like micro dosing like what are your so, thoughts on that well so micro dosing like for me i've done it once and literally what i did was i took like a quarter of what i wanted to take i ate it an hour later, I was like, oh, all right. And then I literally just took everything else, and then I sort of, like, <laughs> left it. Um, but it's it's one of those things where, like, if that's all you want, you'll get more than enough out of it. But if you've done what I've done, and then you microdose, it sucks. Oh, I bet. It's, just, it's yeah. not fun. Like, yeah. it's just, I could be having, yeah. like, a full-blown. For you, I would recommend it for you. Yeah, because I want to. Like, you I may would... not like it, because it's right. just not giving you enough. Mm-hmm. And the, one of the benefits to microdosing is that if you don't take enough, you can always just eat more in small doses. Right. Get to that amount. So I heard that like what what mushrooms do in your mind is they connect portions of your brains that don't communicate. 
yeah, which is how that, which is how you can discover, like, dis- like not only discover more about yourself, but how you can figure out like, like complex problem solving yeah. things and, 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 and such like that, which I find very interesting how it does mm-hmm. that. Um, well, the way it also like just makes you think about things in life and it doesn't hold you back from anything and it kind of like frees the it it, it well, kind of frees, frees your mind. mind yeah it frees the mind and it it lets you kind of think things that you're either too scared or just weren't willing to think about before and, right it kind of all parameters of reality kind of collapse well i would say you're still in touch with reality well, yeah but you still but you realize that there is a lot more to reality than mm. what is initially led on and what you've experienced could i see bigfoot if you thought so this is the thing seeing like physical things appear in front of you you have to think really really hard about that mm. if you want to see bigfoot you have to like that can be the only thing in your mind because it doesn't like it doesn't make you like hallucinate like physical things. Interesting. So like, like if you if you took like four and a half grams of mushrooms and I was sitting in a chair across from you, you wouldn't see me like all of a sudden, you know, Bigfoot takes the place I'm in and you just see like a big hairy motherfucker just sitting there. Like it would be like it just looks like distorted and just weird. Like right. Well, because so, I mean, like, whenever I look at you when I'm on, like, mushrooms or acid, like, you look like a snapping turtle when we eat. Oh, uh, dude, yeah, I mean, my mouth is, I, I got a big mouth, yeah. There's like, no doubt. I, no, I, I, th- I eat I, I'm, not, I'm not making fun of you no, for I, it either. I know it's you're not, funny. I know you're not. And even it's if you are, I wouldn't care, but, like, I do eat weird. And I've, I've had people, like, tell me that I eat weird. Like, I just kind of go down on the food. I go down on the food. Yeah. I'm munching, bro. I'm yeah. Like, I like well, bend over. It's, it's it is weird. Mostly just like I'm just really high, so I don't really know what I'm looking at. I'm like, right. you look like a snapping turtle, one, bro. Like, <laughs> do you, all right, so actually, this is um, this might be a good segue. Do you want to? Okay, two things. One, do you want to describe the kind of the the experience of you know being on psychedelics? And two, do you want to disclose your your story of the first time you did acid? Oh, so I, I'll tell you what, I'll answer the first question, like what the experience is like, the the second, like what, what my first experience with psychedelics was like, that'll go on like a Patreon episode, Patreon episode, like that'll be, we need to set that up. We like, yeah, because we have like so many ideas. We have so many, dude. That's the thing I love about this is that we have so many ideas with so many different places we can take this. It's crazy. Oh, it's it's it'll be it'll be yeah. That's um, a summer project. Yeah, it is. Um, we got a lot of those. So okay, so with the feeling of psychedelics, um, I guess I'll just go over both because I've done acid and shrooms, and that's about it. Um, it's it's one of those things where you you have this feeling of like just warmth and like acceptance run through your body when you do both of them more so with lsd like with shrooms it more like it goes from the top of your head and spreads to your body while with acid it spreads from your chest and goes to like your fingertips and your toes and you just are like 
really, really high and just tripping. Like, it's, like, insane. And it's, so, like, with acid, what I've found is that, you know, you go, you're a lot more at peace with yourself, and you're just a lot more calm. Mm -hmm. And the visuals kind of, you know, set in pretty quickly, like, you know, when you get to, like, the tripping point, and then, you know, when you find everything, find everything else out um you know like when you kind of like start on the come up you're like you know just doing your thing you're happy or whatever and then when you're coming down that's all of a sudden when like you know you start to like question life and like reality and it's right. not like a sadness it's just like you're like huh like damn like it's, what kind of things do you think um everything from like what is my future gonna look like to i think about that already like what's the saddest thing i've ever seen and it's think, like yeah. and it's i think weird. about those things sober so yeah it's not fun like nah. the calm down is one of those things where it can go from like you can be really really happy to really sad to really happy and if you try to if you control it you can keep it consistent mm -hmm. but it's like it's just weird how all over the place your emotions can be and right but not but um you know that's typically when you start like smoking weed is <laughs> just like, mix them yeah well that's because when you mix them because like it kind of re-ups the high and you're just like chilled out <laughs> and i can tell you something like off camera that I think you'd find. I think I, I think I've told you this before, but it it was pretty funny. I got you. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. Tell you post pod. Yeah, yeah, post. Um, and then in regards to like LSD and like you know the the kind of like middle point is where you're just like you're peaking, and then you stay at your peak for like an hour or two, and it's pretty crazy how like time because you know and it's like. You know, and I'm talking about like the timeline of it all, but you really like kind of lose track of time, and you just like go absolutely like you just you don't you don't know what's going on like right you know that you're high and that you're tripping, and that's why it's a really good idea beforehand to you know get to like a safe place and make sure that you're comfortable and you're good because you can get fucked over really really quick if you don't if you're not careful. Mm -hmm. So yeah right on yeah right on so no what are your what are your thoughts on that like on the effects of lsd and oh so i haven't done any of it so maybe it would be different for me than it would be for well you. i mean but like what do you well i know you haven't done it but like what do you think of like going through that it would be you know i would have to set aside a day for it you know i i would have to um i, I couldn't do it in the morning that would be horrible um maybe in the afternoon take some shrooms go to a park hmm. be in nature i want to be in nature you know maybe in my backyard or a park somewhere somewhere hmm. i mean we're surrounded by nature where we live so it's not hard to find but i would want to be in nature because that's where i feel most calm and where i feel most yeah. at home um and so i'd want to do that and then i want to like i don't know how it would be for me because I, I feel i i have a lot of um i know that my mind what it does is it can go a lot of different places um 
I can, I can think about my future and I can, you know, fantasize over it or I can question it and it's more often questioning it. Um, and I know that, you know, there's a lot of things about like people that I would question that I wouldn't, I wouldn't understand. And I would try to figure out why, why X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I would try to think honestly, I try to use it as a tool to think differently about some things. Yeah. I would also want to have a, a, some, like a notebook and some paper. So that if I had a grand idea, I could write it down. Yeah. Um, or just, you know, if I had any thoughts at all, just write, just write them down. Um, and I, I kind of think that I could get, I could get sad about things. Um, I don't know. My mind is wired such that like, I don't know. I'm, I got a lot going on in my head. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's not like, it's not accentuated. It's not like I have depression or anxiety or, and I don't have anything. Like I have no mental illness, whatever. Um, I don't have any past things that I've pushed down that are causing me to feel a certain way. I have nothing good, nothing negative, like mm-hmm. in, totally nothing negative really impacting my life. Yeah. However, I could think about, you know, I, I could definitely think about the future because oh, and I could, I could definitely think about, you know, where do I want to be? What do I want? You know, how to do this, how to, you know, maybe what ratios to put in the surf wax. Like, I mean, there's probably a ton of that. I, I might, you know, I might start missing things. Like I, I can get sentimental a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like mushrooms would accentuate that feeling, those feelings as well. Um, <laughs> they, that's as honestly, someone, as someone who's made the mistake of, you know, while on psychedelics, looking at pictures, of people yeah. that I shouldn't be looking at, and mm-hmm. yeah, it hurts. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, all those memories are starting to come back, and it like, yeah, crushes your little heart. I'm afraid of 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 that. Well, not I'm not afraid of it, honestly. I shouldn't say. I, I'm more like that's probably some that's that would probably happen. You know, something similar to what you just yeah. described. Yeah. Well, not so much with. Well, I mean, maybe with some. I don't know, um, but kind of like that. And, you know, looking back on the past and wondering, well, well, reminiscing some and then wondering, like, you know, could I have done something differently or questioning, you know, my past and then thinking about, you know, my future, where do I want to go end up? Think, I, I guess things of that nature would probably be what I think about most if I was to trip. Um, I'm not sure yeah. I would. I mean, maybe I would be a complete buffoon. And I would just stumble on some grass and just start doing snow angels. So one of the one of the two, yeah. or I would get, be like completely mesmerized by something so trivial that I wouldn't know what else to do with myself, and I'd become incapacitated. That's also a pretty real possibility of what could happen. So one of the two, or you could hyper fixate on a piece of grass and that'll be it oh you bet i could <laughs> you probably could I oh mean, i'm probably not in tune with nature i am watching grass grow like that's <laughs> entertaining dude but yeah i mean really harmless things yeah so that's probably what i would do yeah so nothing like too hardcore you just 
you're just kind of vibing. Well, I guess vibing would put it put it correctly, yeah. <laughs> nice, bud. Yeah. What do you think about DMT? I've never done it, but it um <laughs> it it looks interesting. I mean, it um from what I've been told about it and what I've researched, it's a hell of a drug. I mean, I think it's kind of scary, but the fact that something like that is able to do that to you. Doesn't your brain, like when you die, release DMT? I have no clue. I heard that in like a medical medical journal something i was looking at once that yeah dmt actually like it's in your brain and it gets released when you die and to a lot of people that might be like the thing that they'll go into the light like that's kind of like their like their numbing agent like well it's it's like it's like it's not only that because when they die and it's like the dmt gets like released or whatever that's when they see god or whatever you know what i mean like people who have been on dmt have said that like they talk to god and they talk to like yeah i don't know i've i've heard all the stories about people mm-hmm. like talking to god and that prompts an interesting question of like is dmt like a connection to like the afterlife i kind of think that it might be you never know i mean for all we know that could be like it could be glimpses into heaven every time you that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. And you know, honestly, like here's my here's my thing. If okay, if psychedelics are a pathway to a higher dimension or a higher like a higher state, not not essentially a higher state of being, but like maybe a pathway to a different different world, maybe a mm. pathway to the afterlife. If you take like so shrooms, if you take like a billion and a half grams of shrooms that might be the talk to god dose you never know you never i mean that's and, the thing. and with dmt like well but dmt sends you over like that's like that puts you there that puts you yeah in heaven, like that i mean dude what if that is the portal to the afterlife i mean that would be pretty be incredible like yeah That'd be really incredible if that was like your ticket to the afterlife. Or it was just like a way to visit the afterlife. Yeah. And it's like while you're on earth, you could visit the afterlife. Mm -hmm. Because while your physical body is still here, your consciousness is transported off somewhere. Then you could visit grandma. (laughs) I mean, dude, think about it. Both my grandmothers are still alive. Oh, mine are too. But um, in the, in the, um, in the event that, you know, they die eventually they will pass on um we could see grandma if we do dmt and you know but i I guess you would have to really figure out okay what like i think how do you do that and can you replicate it and then if you can replicate it then you can always be there Mm -hmm. i mean that would be interesting and like if the people around you did it with you would they also be at that same place or would they be in a different place like separate from I mean, that's what I'm. That could interested be that, that could be interesting, like like that, yeah. Like, what do you think about that? That could be interesting. That could be really interesting. Like, well, that could be that could be one of those things where, like, if pe- multiple people were to do DMT at once and they all ended up in the afterlife together, that could like prove the theory. That Possibly. really could. 
like if there was a study that was done, you get a lot of people together, they all take DMT, the same dose, the same from the same source, and they all ascend together if yeah. they do. But how would you measure that? Maybe based on their accounts. Oh, well, yeah. I think it would literally be like, hey, what did you see in there? Did you see the other? Yeah. Guy? Did you see these other people in there? Yeah. And do you think it would be like, well, because do you think it would be kind of like we would all be in the same afterlife or do you think we would all be in like our own separate little world? I hope that we're all in the same afterlife. Me too. But because I, I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, say goodbye to you and that be forever, you know? Yeah, exactly. That would really suck. That Yeah, that would. Like my best. I mean, best thing, like, I feel like we're all in the same afterlife, but there's like yeah. infinite space. So yeah, you can, you can go anywhere you want and it can be you can perfect. And you can go visit other people's heavens. That's right. Be like, yeah, I'm going to go visit Andy's heaven. <laughs> what if it is like separate dimensions? It's like, so like my ideal world, your ideal world, but we can like visit each other's ideal worlds. No, yeah. I've, I've seen day. stuff like that prompted before, like, the idea of the afterlife like that that is one of the ideas that was prompted yeah that is so interesting I'd actually be that would be legit and it kind of makes me like so i already don't fear death because yeah. i do things every day that je i mean that jeopardize my life oh sorry mom but i mean besides that death walks with you every step you take and oh, so I you got to get comfortable with that you know like, you got to get comfortable with that real quick because death is with us every step of the way. And it, it makes me think, you know, when death arrives, I mean, first of all, you got to like, live every single day like it might be your last because life is short, dude. And you can't afford to waste time because you're never going to get that back. Yeah. You can get money back, but you can't get time back. No, you can't. And so like, that's what my entire thing is. You know, and then eventually when you do pass on, of course, nobody actually knows what goes on. No, but maybe think, or maybe DMT is like a replicant of what happens when you die. That would be interesting. How do they get DMT? It's from a plant. It's from a cactus. Yeah. They extract it and they liquefy it. Nice. But like science, science and shit. Yeah, I'm a failing science major, but you know what you know what the thought popped in my head today what? i was in bio class and i'm like this is horrendously over my head yeah and i was thinking myself you know i can't do calculus for shit but i sure as hell can build a business and i can be successful and make an enterprise and to me that's simple to me that's easy it's a lot easier than sitting in class and having to learn something for a test i don't know why but anyway yeah. Yeah, I mean it's I feel like with psychedelics, like it could show you the future possibilities that you could have. Like yeah. And the branching pathways that you could take. Mm-hmm. That's that would be interesting to see. Cause I wanna know like, okay, I mean, obviously there's like infinite different ways that my life could turn out that I'd be happy. Yeah. But you know. It would be interesting to see or maybe think up new ways or maybe mm. solve problems that I just can't solve in without, my life right now without that aid. Yeah. yeah. But well, I, have, I imagine like even, you know, if you take like just, you know, everyday issue and then you do DMT, it's like, oh, I never thought about it that way. 
like maybe I mean, yeah. instead of you know just cleaning the kitchen you could also clean the kitchen and then like learn a new recipe exactly yeah or you know i don't know some shit like that yeah that's a good metaphor yeah yeah that's it yeah i mean smoke with purpose right that's what i always say mm-hmm. that's a good that's good that's a good good way to live smoke with purpose yeah yeah you can never go wrong yeah no i, I think you're right but I don't know, dude. Like, what well, what would you do if like one of your homies just came up to you with like a DMT card and put it in front of you and was like, "Hey, like this is legit DMT. Got it tested. Like everything. Like it's legit. Or do you want to hit it like right here, right now?" I would not be ready. <laughs> I would not at all be ready. I'm like, bro, it's a Tuesday. <laughs> like like i got shit to do this is gotta, another tuesday for me like i gotta go home man <laughs> i got yeah. shit to do you know i can't be tripping <laughs> i don't know i would have to i would have to do like shrooms first for like a few years to get comfortable in that space yeah you know before i did anything else <laughs> but, that's fair yeah yeah i think so that's that's more than fair. Mm-hmm. Well, what about you? Probably. <laughs> like I, I always tell myself, like, oh, I need more like time to prepare. But if like some, if like one of my friends knocked on my door and was like, "Hey, here's DMT," try it. I'd be like, "Okay." Yeah, yeah. You'd probably, I'd probably like, like make right. like a makeshift bed in the middle of the room and then be like, "Okay." All right. <laughs> Let me pass out. Yeah. Yeah, no, I got like I gotta go home. I got things to do. I got people to see. I can't be in public. That's for sure yeah but i don't know spontaneously doing drugs is fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't because like don't when you I had no plans that. to do them and then you do them you're like all right this makes the day more interesting i don't know i couldn't do that i, I like to, i'm a planner i like to plan out my days and like i have a i have a set i have a number of tasks and then i'm like i'm a, I'm a very scheduled person i'm very organized in that way you know, what, you know what the first step of my day is what wake up nice that's Me like too. It. that's like but that's like the only step i have <laughs> is wake up and then i just kind of figure out and go from there nice so you're kind of living life on the edge you're like i don't know what's gonna happen to oh tomorrow uh, is a mystery. I, I play it by like i play it minute by minute <laughs> nice nice besides I'm, I'm, like stuff i have to go to that's that's pretty much it right so. yeah i don't know i like to plan ahead and then follow a plan if i can i don't know i get bored if i don't have a mission yeah you know i don't know Sorry. i need a mission very mission oriented yeah all right houston like yeah like if, if i need to like build a website it's like that's my task i'm gonna build a website or if i need to edit an episode and get it up that's my task or if i need to go surf that's well yeah, no. that's my leisure but it's also my task no so i got you yeah i don't know that's my my thing it's like if i need to get my oil changed i'm waking up at like 8 a.m and i'm going to get my oil changed oh i mean i just kind of wake up and it's like oh, are they still open okay yeah yeah i don't mm-hmm. i try not to stress myself out because i know i'm gonna let myself down if i hold myself to a plan interesting yeah i don't know i feel like i feel like a like having a schedule and having like like a set like having having a mission a thing to accomplish goals to complete every day i feel like that's important 
Well, I think it's important because it, it gives you structure and human beings need, need structure to be happy and to, you know, be, well, be productive, but also to, for mental well being Cause it's like, all right, I feel good. I got all that done. Yeah. You know, and it can be fun shit too. It doesn't like, you can be like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to go for a walk or right. I'm going to go like do whatever, you know? Mm. Yeah. I don't know. That's just my, that could be a good way to go about it. Yeah, that's what I do. I typically wake up. I'm like, I'm gonna have my coffee every single day, and then I'm gonna go for a walk. I don't know. Cool. Just what I do. But everyone's different, so. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Not on. Want to get into our quote dude moment? Let's get her dead, bro. All right. Let's see. What is? You have any quotes for this week? I do. There's plenty on this. Uh, my favorite Instagram page, the philosophy quote. Um, let's see. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm trying to find a good one. This is your daily reminder to drink sweet tea. <laughs> so, ah, here we go. This is a good one. People pay for what they do and still more for what they have allowed themselves to become. And they pay for it very simply by leaving, by the lives they lead. (laughs) Interesting. Yeah, what do you think about that? And they pay for it by simply leading the lives that they lead. Yeah. Like living the lives they lead. So I guess if you, I mean, if you, okay, say this. If you make yourself, so karma is real, obviously. So Mm. if you, if you, um, I don't know, if you go out there and you get, if you decide to like, I don't know, drink a drive or whatever, you did that to you. And because of that, the police are going to be on your ass. The DMV is going to be all over your ass and the court's going to be all over your ass. And so because of the choices that you make in life, that's going to dictate the life that you lead and who you become or who you allow yourself to become. If you allow yourself to become degenerate, then, you know, that's the life you lead. That's on you. And you you pay for that with all the things that you could have done that you didn't do Mm -hmm. because you were busy doing that. I don't know. That's what I think. What do you think? Uh, I think it kind of goes into like, you know, what, who you as a person, it's kind of dictated by you and mm-hmm. whatnot. And you don't have to like, kind of, you know, it can, life can be kind of whatever you want it to be. It's more just along the lines of like how you go about it. Gotcha. So nice. Yeah. Right on. All right. Um, Dudes in our moments. Andy, who is who or what is your dude of the week? My dude of the week is probably gonna have to be <sighs> I don't know. Probably just finishing up with school. I'd say that. Nice. Nice. Uh, my dude of the week is um this bag of chips right here. I'll tell y'all what. On the border. On the border, tortilla chips. 
restaurant style or whatever they're called, cafe style, the best chips. Ah, yeah. The best, you know, tortilla chips you're ever going to get. Like, they got the crunch. They got the taste. They got the salt. Oh, they got the... Oh, nice. It's so radical, dude. Oh, how are you? Okay. Oh, this is mine. Oh, oh, that's yours? Yeah, it's champion, and it's, like, military style. Oh, shit. We thought that was Justin's. No, he was, he was a little. He was a little dude. Yeah, this is mine. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. What's up, Angel? How you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. All right. How about you? I'm doing good. Thanks. That's awesome. What are you guys talking about? Um, we just talked about drugs. Uh, History of drugs in the U.S. Nice. Pretty much, yeah. Now we're just, we're about to finish up and... Yeah. We'll yeah, take, take your time. Yeah. I'm not, I know. Yeah. Radical. Good to see you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah good to see you too. All right, so, so, so what's your moment of the week? My moment of the week... Um, oh, dude, I finished up all the designs for our merch so that was pretty awesome yeah also getting that stupid noise fixed on my car (laughs) like that so i i you know i'm an idiot right got a car wreck thankfully it was all right um got my car back in december it made this noise whenever i turned the wheel it was like a kind of a squealing slash crunching sound not not particularly the best sound you want to hear when you're driving a car so um I was like, all right, it's whatever. It'll go away. And um, it, it didn't. Um, so I, br- I brought it to him and they were like, you know, your uh, strut mount is broken, which is kind of an essential thing on a car. So like it was cracked. Oh, and I'm like, wow. oh, shit. And they, they already ordered a new steering rack because they thought it was that, but it wasn't. So anyway, I got a brand new steering rack and a new strut mount. So we're chilling. And now it don't make the noise and it's, Really nice. So, there you go. Yeah, we're chilling. But Andy, uh, what is your moment of the week? Hydroplaning my car almost three different times driving home. Not ideal. You want to talk about like some scary bullshit? And I remember yeah. talking to you about this. You see, or like you see God for like half a second when you hydroplane <laughs> your car. Like when your car goes, like when you just don't have control, and mm-hmm. in those split seconds, you're like that's it like there's nothing like nothing yeah. new yeah like your your hands are in that car to go forward and not off the side <laughs> at like, least you hope well yeah i mean or whatever else is controlling that car which is the right. weather but yeah weather weather helm a little bit of weather helm going on it was like i could barely see in front of me and i almost like rear-ended a bunch of people and i almost got rear-ended and oh, it was oh god dude i almost rear-ended this guy today on 501 which is like the shitty road <laughs> to myrtle beach like so i was in surfside which is the nice area yeah. and then i was like oh, i'm gonna go hang out in market commons which is like this really upscale like super nice area yeah. and then i was like oh i'll take route 17 to 501 so i do that and the traffic is fucking ridiculous. All right, I'm pissed <laughs> off. That's right. what we had to go. That's what we saw like two days ago. Yeah, yeah, we saw heavy traffic. Dude, yeah, five hundred one was like all the cops were out and horrible, bro. Like it's always jammed up on one side or the other, and it takes like thirty minutes to go two miles. It's like L.A. It sucks. <laughs> but um, anyway, this guy in this blue Ford Ranger, like I- I'm staring at a cloud 
Like I'm just, I'm just looking at all of a sudden this guy like pulls in front of me. I look ahead. I have to slam on my brakes because you know, I wasn't looking and he's like yeah. right there. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. It's like, Oh, there's a club. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. I <laughs> traded, I traded paint with this guy. Um, a couple of days ago <laughs> um, oh, damn. it was bad it wasn't terrible but it like chipped the paint on my bumper and i'm pissed oh shit! Uh, yeah i was pulling out to go to taco bell but i remember i pulled out of like my neighborhood and i was or i was or no i was on this like gas station right and i pull out and there's this car coming like really fast mm. i'm like oh i can make it and then so I ripped the yeah. wheel and I like, you know, slammed, like I slammed into second gear <laughs> and I'm like trying to go and I just hear him laying on the horn and like him giving me the finger. Oh yeah. It was, it was no bueno. Mm, that's, yeah, that's no bueno amigo. Yeah. But... Since we have a last minute guest, what is your oh, we do. My moment of the week is getting caught by police. Oh, oh, dude, oh, oh yeah. 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 Tell this fucking story. <laughs> what? I knew <laughs> So I was up on Rap Deck. So Rap Deck is this parking lot at George Mason. And you go to the top floor and there's this little section in the back that mostly smokers will go to. Like it's very known. And so I was going to meet up my friend. Her name is Gabby. And so we were going to go smoke together. And then so I go behind the corridor and I see this car there and I see Gabby's inside. So in total, there is five people yeah five people inside a little small car like a really small car so we're crammed and two people are sitting up in the passenger seat and so i'm smoking a bowl you know just i just reached a half a bowl and next you know it i see the police car driving right by us so slow staring right into us that's good and I was like, holy shit, like, what do we do? So I was thinking, I'm like, maybe we go down the stairs, maybe we go down the elevator, maybe we just get away from the car. Just get away from the car. Just get away from the car, dude. Out. Yeah. yeah. So everybody's talking, but during that time, everybody stuffs their stuff, like their weed, their pipes, whatever, their joints, back into their purse or bag, whatever. And next you know it, there's a stairway that's right next to us. Five minutes later, the police comes up. He walks up the stairs to catch us in the act. Oh, no. Yeah. And the entire time, he's, like, adjusting his body camera. So he comes up. He's not catching the case. Yeah. And he comes up and he asks us, what are we doing? We're like, oh, we're just chit-chatting. We're all inside the car because it's cold outside. And he asked, and then he said, but I smell the odor of marijuana. And we were just like, doing good. Ha, ha 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 ha, just joking, not admitting to anything. And he just like he keeps shining his flashlight into the car, trying to catch, see if he can catch us with anything. But every but everything's already hidden. And mm-hmm. so, and then he just starts lecturing us about how we can't smoke on school property. How if the car was on, it would be a DUI. Of uh, the smell marijuana, and there's two people in the passenger seat. Yeah. So, yeah, so there's like there's like two girls like in the passenger seat just sharing it. Yeah, too. just wow. sharing, like sitting on lap and lap. And then he asks us if we're 21 and everybody's quiet because everybody's a freshman. I'm like, yes, yes, I am 21. Yeah. So I speak that for myself because mm-hmm. you know, well, I am 21. Yeah, so you're pretty much fine. Yeah, I'm fine. And he asked the driver and she took a long pause. 
And I think at that moment, he knew that she wasn't 21, and he just let us go. I mean, like, we are a bunch of girls, so, it, so you know, like, the girl privilege. Right, that is true. That a little that bit. That is true. But if we were a guy, I mean, I heard a story from Andrew about how two people got, like, locked up, like, got in trouble with the police up on Act. Yeah, there was... So, from... This was, like, a secondhand story, because from what I was told... They, these like these guys were like hotboxing in their car and they literally were pulled out like in handcuffs like over the head whoa like, like they were like it was like a legitimate arrest like it wasn't for smoke you see that 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 kind of is the thing like if if andy and i were were like caught in the same situation but yeah. if we were caught yeah we would probably be like arrested like all right yes yeah, surfer dude we figured uh-huh. yeah and then it's like yeah you know uh, it's like yeah i don't know i love it though <laughs> imagine imagine like our parents here mugshot oh no oh i would never go back to my house <laughs> i probably wouldn't be able to face my family i would just yeah. go out to like they would probably they would probably put that in like the christmas family letter <laughs> Like, it's like they have this like they have like this thing every year that uh, they like actually hand type oh and, shit like, yeah you know like oh it gives an update on like what everyone's mm-hmm. been up to well andrew I got in jail money that they would put my fucking mug shot on that dude I, I couldn't show up to my parents house or talk to them ever again i'd be just so ashamed <laughs> i would probably get my ass beat by my dad and my <laughs> grandpa like yeah he would probably get up from like his crutch and just beat like yeah i bet He's a tough guy. And it's like, you want to smoke away your education, you son of a bitch? <laughs> you fucked up. Oh, it's fucked up, man. But, all right. We trying to wrap this up? Yes, sir. Well, uh, thank you all for listening to another uh, wonderful episode of the Musings of Men podcast. <laughs> um, catch us on Instagram at the Musings of Men. Shoot us an email, themusingsofmen at gmail.com. Blow it up, dudes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so... Until next time, stay stoked. Be good. Later. Bye.